Here we are back across a mirrored universe, diving deep into the dark realms of space and the final frontier. And we are in the most safest place in space, the captain's quadrant. And joining me as always, Ensign Jason. So happy to have you here with us as we run uh, happy down. Happy to report for Judy. Excellent, excellent, sir. At ease. We are happy to run down season two, episode two of Picard called Penance. Man, what a fantastic episode. I'm going to give you a quick summary. Picard finds himself transported to an alien alternate timeline in the year 2400, where he must face one last trial orchestrated by his longtime nemesis, Q. Oh, man. Jason, let me tell you, this is probably... The, the opening was such a great cliffhanger, and it was such yeah. an amazing return to the series. Yeah. This episode took it to that next level, and it and it kept the pace. Oh, uh, without question. Without yeah. question. It was... Uh, it certainly really feels... Yeah, it's new and it's fresh, but it, for me, it really feels like a Star Trek that I know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really on point, and, and obviously we'll get into it, but it's just... It doesn't seem to have fallen off a cliff here. It keeps climbing in quality in what we're seeing. Yeah, this is definitely growing the beard, as you said. Yes. <laughs> so let's jump right into it. Let's go with the ups and downs of the episode. Okay, we've got it now. Now, just want the audience, you have to bear with us. If you're watching the video, uh, you know, this is a brand new show. I'm going to be building. I figured if we're going to do segments, we need to have a graphic. We've got to have a graphic, right? Yeah. Anyone do it. So let's check out the graphic for this. Little, it's the only one I've made so far because I've been super lazy. And you may see <laughs> I've, I've been in a bit of trouble in 10 forward, got myself into a bit of trouble. So I've got a Band-Aid over my nose at the moment. But Too... we'll talk about that later, Captain. All but right, he, all he, right. here's the image. Yes, ups the and ups downs. and downs. There they are. So when we talk about ups and downs, that's what it's going to look like. All right. Love it. The Sorry, Captain. Go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, since I'm a huge Deep Space Nine guy, all the Deep Space Nine Easter eggs were the big ups for this episode for me. Yes. That's number one. Yes. The early on, too. Right in the beginning, Q is walking yeah. through a predator trophy room, so to speak, with all the various skulls. So there's a nod to predator to me, yeah. anyway. Um, and I thought that was a big up on the episode. And the whole Q segment, the whole entire interaction, was such a big up for me. The yes. Q telling him he's going through this trial again, and the trial never ends. Yeah, it's the same trial, I think. Yeah, yes, it's the same. And, and the fact that there's something going on with Q is also pretty interesting. Yeah, look, that was the big thing I got out of that scene was Q is not... I mean, he's Q as we know, absolutely. Right. But there is something going on because he seemed to be very concerned about the current situation. Right. Like the way right. his body language and the way he was... Yeah, something's bothering him about this current scenario. So it's, uh, but yeah, that trophy room. Can I just talk about a couple of my favorite things? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, this is. The uh, whole let's point, talk about the it? weapons. I mean, I love yes. seeing a couple of Bajoran weapons in the background. Yes, and the yes. Assault rifles and that. But the skulls. It's all about the skulls, right? Yeah, right. And and uh, obviously, go to cop. Like yeah. for him to get a shout out and to see the Kardashian skull. And I yeah. Like, oh, oh, that God. was amazing. But then they double it up with um, 
smart. General. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which was incredible. Um, but my favorite skull out of all of that was the Ferengi skull. Really? You know why? Why? Because just under that skull was the staff, the, the, which the Grand Negus has. Oh, so that was wow. the Grand Negus. Wow, that's a good catch. I didn't. I yeah. So yes, which I absolutely was thrilled with. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. But I, uh, I found yeah. it very interesting. Speaking of the skulls, that Sarek was the skull. Yes. Yeah. And, and the story behind what, how he got killed. Yeah. Decapitated, decapitated. on the steps in oh front of his God. mother, like in front of his wife and Spock. Yeah. I thought that was incredible. It's very it's dark, eerie, man. very it's dark. Very dark. This is the darkest I've ever seen Star Trek. Now, the, the Mirror Universe episodes in all of the Mirror Universe uh, yeah. spectrum, so to speak, have always been dark. But this yeah. one really took it a level further. I, I, they went to a place I never expected. They did. But he's, I thought it was a mirror episode, the mirror universe. I have believed that since I watched it. But I read an article this morning. No, it's not. It's not. It's an, no. it's a, it's an alternate timeline. Yes. So, but I, when I watched the episode, oh, we're doing a mirror universe. We've never really done that in Next Generation. Yeah, Next Gen was the, I was just going to say, Next Gen yeah. is the only Star Trek to not do a mirror universe. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, but I just read this morning. It is not. It's an alternative no, time. time. Something that yeah. the Borg Queen did when she yeah. popped up into that realm alternated <sighs> the universe from the, yeah. the first episode. I also found it interesting that Q would big up on this episode that Q has re referenced the fact that he's still a synthetic even in this timeline yeah and i was wondering i was like did they like kind of brush that yeah. aside like ah never mind about that part point yeah but yeah no, we've got they, to explain that bit away <laughs> yeah yeah they were like no 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 we're keeping that we're keeping that so yeah, i found that to be that. very interesting yeah there's um, a lot of a lot of um and as we go along into the episode but there's a lot of fascist imagery yes i mean like it's it's a very a dark deep dystopian totalitarian yeah. The, the universe whole, that the in. whole planet earth has a shield around it yeah which you is know. kind of crazy which we we've had we, that we didn't in, get all the answers for so no we didn't we didn't yeah. we did not get and we don't know yeah, why we don't have theories but yeah yeah uh there's a lot of theories floating around i read um a couple and we'll get into that in a little bit but the, yeah i do want to say i believe in the other show that's running now discovery that series earth has a shield around it too so I'm wondering if that's a correlation. Ooh. So that's going to be interesting. Um, hey, do you know? Did you did you hear mention too when they were talking about the Romulan homeworld mm -hmm. and Vulcan homeworld? They they references it as Navarre. Yes, I caught that too. Yeah, which is, which is, which is again is discovery. Discovery. When, yeah. When they're shot forward into the future, right? They've yeah they've gone back and they got yeah they call it Navarre Re so. reunification. Yeah, reunification. So that's a lot of deep. Yeah. Like, if you're really into next generation, Navarre, um, the reunification, and Sarek, that really put a lot to me because there were so many episodes that were Sarek related for next generation. And, you know, that's where he ultimately passed in the show, both the actor yeah. and the character, and was in the next generation. So for me, mm -hmm. there was just so much that was, I was just so heavily invested emotionally into this episode. So. This was yeah. We, we should move on from that trophy room, but there's a lot of emotional weight about those names, right? And that's why it worked too, because each character that we're mentioning, we have had a lot. Anyone who follows Trek has had you know many hours with, 
yeah. know, we connected with these characters and so when he's saying those names yeah it is it's hitting you right yeah says, absolutely. oh my god you know? yeah yeah absolutely, um, but absolutely. yeah amazing amazing yeah so uh we find out that the new president of earth is anka instead of seven of nine mm. because the borg actually got their asses handed to him in this universe or yeah yeah so she never never seven of nine was never assimilated right right so she's the president and her right hand is her husband who's with her at every notice that he was by her side at every point in the episode he never really left they, her side. they've definitely got trust issues in that yeah yeah there's something going on there it's like <laughs> all right dude let me breathe um how cool was she though that straight away that's what I love about seven by nine because she's so smart to figure it out so quickly. Yeah. You know, pain receptors, audio receptors, like yeah. straight away she's figured out something is not. And then right she did the and the in the wind, she's doing equations. Yeah. Up on the, it was With the lipstick. Phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, another up for me on this episode, moving a little forward, uh, was Girardi. Um getting the whole cast together was great. Uh, yeah. Every segment um, by which they got together was amazing to me as well. Yeah. Having um, the Romulan come together with uh, the with Rafi, I yeah. thought was fantastic. And yeah. she is totally that. Uh, Elnor is definitely Legol space Legolas is definitely yeah, her surrogate son, yeah. without a doubt. I yeah. just feel, I have this motherly connection with her over him. Yeah. That it's just great, and and they did such a good job putting the emotional yeah. connection of that. The, the, the episode, the first three quarters of the episode, is very much getting the band back together, isn't right, it? Right, right. Quote the great Blues Brothers. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. getting the band back together. So, and I, they handled it so well, right? Because right. we get to see all our main characters in the situation they found themselves in, and in each little vignette, almost little story that they're going through, it's a discovery of. Where am I? What's going on? And figuring it out. Right. Because basically all of them figure it out in their right. own kind of way. You know, um, I loved that. I absolutely yeah, loved it. Great. It's great. It's great. Yeah. But uh, with all ups comes downs. And, okay. Um, my big down for this one is going to be very strange, but the okay. half the half board queen. Really? Yeah. I thought it was very weird seeing the half board queen. Uh, I yeah. get why they have her disembodied, but yeah. I felt like it wasn't necessary to have her in this like node. Yeah. You know, yeah. I get it. I understand the the reasoning behind it. Yeah. But the fact that that happened that way was just kind of yeah. weird. And having her interact like she's also part of the team, so to speak, that kind of threw me off. That was yeah. I, look, I you know I actually didn't have a problem with it because no. I. In the beginning, like when I saw her, yeah, the no things, but I, I, I put it down to the fact that they're a, just a barbaric universe where, you know, she's just a pawn to show off to the crowd because it's, um, what are they called? Day? Extraction day or yeah, elimination uh, day or something for, yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Extermination day. Extermination day. So yeah. she's just being used for that. That's probably why she's at that. But I'll tell you what I do love about the Borg Queen. She's very stoic and serious and all that. And then when they get her off that ship, onto that ship, she has a smile. She's plotting really something. Wicked, yes. Yeah. 
immediately. Like everything is working the way that she needs it to work in this particular situation. So yeah. She's a plot device, no doubt about it. Absolutely. But, it has to be. has to be. But yeah. it, it just threw me off because the Borg Queen that you saw in the last episode was had this no face, completely covered, but had the same tentacles, so to speak, coming yeah, out of her yeah. to start the assimilation process. And yeah. um, this brings me to one of the points I wanted to make earlier. Is this new Borg Queen Picard's mother? Because well, she knows him because she she called him Lacutus. Well, no, no, no. that the Borg Queen from the current episode from Penance, yes, but the yeah. one from the last episode, the last thing she says to Picard was Picard, look up, which is the same yeah. thing that they Ooh. talked about that flashback earlier on in this. I hadn't thought about that, but if yeah. her, his mother was assimilated at some point. Uh, that would be a real giant plot twist. Yeah. For me, anyway. I, I do think, though, that ball that we saw last episode is a futuristic, highly advanced. Like, they're, they're, I reckon they're on the collapse of extinction. That future mm. version is a is an attempt to try to change the past to save their future. Right. And this That's is what rubble. I think. So it's essentially they took first contact again. Yeah, and so it's kind it. of opposite. Yeah, yeah, they flipped the switch on it. Right, I right. don't mind. I really don't mind mm -hmm. that if that's the way they're going to go. Right. Um, look, there just seems to be such a good energy about the first couple episodes. Right. Though, Captain, I, I really am liking that it feels, even though it finished on a cliffhanger, which was an odd cliffhanger, mind you. I, right. I talk about it down. I didn't like the cliffhanger. You didn't like the cliffhanger? Okay, good. No, nah, it just seemed unnecessary and cheap. Yeah. Um, but it does, even though there was a cliffhanger, they do feel like standalone episodes. And you know me, I keep going on about how I like episodic television right? Star right. Trek. So I do like that, even though it's giant, it's, it's a piece of a giant, you know, story. Story, right. I, I feel like these episodes have a beginning, middle and end anyway. And, and they just seem far more Star Trek to me. Maybe mm -hmm. because I'm an old fool and I can't accept the new. No, 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 no. This is what we. But grew I up do. On. I, I just, I don't know. And and Q, just to see Q back. Yeah. I don't know. I just the way that's handled. Like he feels far more. Did you find me Q in this episode? I think he was the most threatening and dangerous Q we've seen since probably Encounter at Farpoint, like mm. the first episode of Right. You know, because the cue we get used to is very mischievous, very Loki-like in a way. He's, yeah. He's a trickster. He's a, yeah. He's all that. So, but this one, yeah, it's it, it just stuck with me that he's really concerned. Right. Like the stakes must be so much higher that Picard and the audience can even imagine at this point. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I so, also, I'm wondering if, is this cue also altered because of this incident that, the Borg Queen opened up. Is that why we have highly this likely? It could be. It could be. Or is this the same cue, but it, you know, at the end of his road, maybe? Yeah. Well, as we we get introduced to him, he's he's still the same cue we remember. I think they did a good de aging job on him. Right. I still love that bit where he flips and yeah, and he's the old older. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So and 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 you're right. It's it's a fairly basic plot-wise episode, isn't it? It's just like, yeah. okay, we find out where all the other characters are. They figure out where they're at. We're they cool. all got to do what they got to do to come back together. Right, right. And that's really the episode. Yeah. You know, essentially. It, yeah, it was very simplistic, but very yeah. well 
executed episode. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to where this show is going to go. There's so many new mysteries. And I'm yeah. hoping to goodness that we get the Q Guinan interaction that we missed out on. Oh, yeah. For the rest of the I think, uh, next I think the fans, series. if they wanted, really wanted a, a showdown between them, mm -hmm. and we get to see Guinan's actual, because she's still a mysterious figure in what she's capable of. Yeah. So if we somehow in this series got revealed the actual real power that she has what a treat that would be oh my goodness it would be yeah it would be so, amazing yeah yeah and uh wonderful performances in this too you know uh we're talking about seven of nine and a lot of concerns i had about season one was the change in her character but i gotta say uh, i'm getting my mind changed here i'm really loving what they're doing with her character yeah i, I mean all characters I, have to grow otherwise you i suppose yeah. yeah so and, and, and it felt this episode that brought, it was a little less squ uh, swashbuckling for yes. Seven of Nine. There was a lot less action. It was more yes. focused on what she has to do in this situation. So her intelligence really shone through. And I think I love that as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, the, the, yeah. The pace and action of this episode was very good. Um, even though it was more story driven than action, physically, physical action. We did yeah. get the. I do like the. Uh, you know, an up and an, another up that I forgot to mention was the switch on Elnor when he, you know, was getting beat up by yeah. the by the yeah. Uh, yeah. The when she basically goes, "All right, Elnor, yeah. all right, we're good." And then he, it's handcuffed, took out that whole squad. Yeah, so yeah, good, was, so good. And yeah, I, Space I, Legolas is really cool. Yeah, he's a, uh, he's, he's got a lot favorite. more to do in this season. So. I think so. I think so. He's what about the favorite. end of that? I mean, it's obviously spoiler territory you're not going to be watching the show unless you know we're going to be going deep dives right right um do you think like do you think they'd kill him off no 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 it's, no way. it's, it's a flesh shot. wound yeah it's a flesh wound they shot they've got replicators they have yeah. they've had them for years that's going to be an easy fix he'll be fine. yeah it's going to be an easy fix. they can't kill him off you know, too important. So they make reference to a watcher or a guardian right at the end I can't quite remember now but they make reference that they're going to go see someone. Right. Who do you uh, think that is? Oh, you know, I, when you always, when you're dealing with Q, there are other people that know that entity Q. Yeah. So I would assume it's somebody that we'd have to go back into the next gen episodes to figure out exactly okay. who. I, you know? I put a dark horse bet here. Okay. Uh, my dark horse bet is it's Geordie LaForge. Oh, that's very good. Okay. Because we know he's in the series at some point. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good That's a good bet. And, and he, what an asset he would be because of, uh, you know, if you go back and look at the Next Gen episodes, he, he was able to scientifically sometimes get around some of Q's escapades. Yes. So he'd be... And I wouldn't be surprised if Q wanted Geordie LaForge in on the situation because I would think you would respect him right. at this point. Yeah. Because he's been able to thwart a few things. And you don't have data, of course. Right, no uh, data. Which I, I would have loved that because I always loved those interactions between data and Yeah, he Q. had such a hard time dealing with data. Yeah, 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 yeah. He couldn't really get his mind around. Like, you know, it really struggled yeah. with him. So but... Right, right. Yeah, I reckon it is definitely. I think you are right there. Even if it's not Geordie LaForge, it's it's a classic character of some sort. Yep. It could be from any of the franchises. Yeah, I mean, it's, they, there's so much heavy mention of Deep Space Nine. Um, 
Yeah, it, a lot of love. I mean, a lot of love. I appreciated it so much, but mm. it would be very interesting. I know he wouldn't do this, but it would be very interesting if we got the Avery Brooks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Apparently, he hasn't done any work since 2001. He no, that's because... 2001. Right. Uh, his own personal choice. He was very yeah. upset the fact that teachers were have the most important uh, position in the world teaching the youth of the nations yeah and don't get paid or don't get any recognition so yeah. he left acting to pursue yeah. a way of getting them their just cause yeah so that's why he hasn't done anything in very so noble cause yeah very right. noble cause very noble cause but it would be amazing if oh, anything could bring him out would be this just, yeah yeah just when they mentioned general cisco you know uh, yeah that really you know, i, I like, should have the the leonardo dicaprio meme where he's going like that on the couch yeah yeah yeah. every yeah. star trek fan did that like, oh, oh yeah. my god he called a cart yeah come on oh, cold oh it's just it was very you know and i would love to see a deep space nine character in the show that would be great I really mean, would love that because it, it feels like a show that's not talked about enough in, in, yeah. in star trek world yeah. I feel like we, we we really the real Star Trek fans absolutely adore Deep Space Nine. It's their favorite right. show. But the general public, I don't think are aware enough how no. amazing that show was. So yeah. Anytime they talk about it, it's great. But yeah, it's uh it was an episode where yeah, not a lot happened, but so much happened. Yeah. If that yeah. makes that's any a, sense. It does. It really does. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, loved it. Yeah. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for us here at the Captain's Quadrant. I'm Captain Joe Dove, and joining me as always is Jason, our favorite beloved ensign. And we are just going to have one question, one ask of you. If you could like, share, and subscribe to our channel, we'd really appreciate it. The more likes and comments below what you felt about the episode, too. Because the more likes, comments, and shares that we get, the greater we can spread our reach across the quadrant. Yes, find us everywhere in space and time. So until next week, I'll see you right here in the Captain's Quadrant. See you later, guys. <laughs>